I was looking at trees. So I'm like, what's she doing? Sleep? Laying on the bed. Got her. Thing on her head. No, I'm just saying. I thought she was like, sleep? I don't blame her. She just went to bed yesterday at 4.30. So. She ain't been able to go nowhere the last couple of days because her car in the shop. They're supposed to, she's supposed to get her car out to shop tomorrow. Oh, she didn't get a rental. Huh? She didn't get a rental. No. Welcome to Tenor Media Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana. Today we're going to be in the book of Acts 11, right? right. We're going to be dealing with uh, Peter reports to the church. We just talked about Peter and Cornelius last week, how Cornelius uh, was told by God to send for Peter, and Peter had to come in and uh, God gave Peter a dream of sorts, a vision, about being racist. <laughs> yeah. So he had to come to grips with everybody can get this Holy Spirit. Um, and he was, he was in awe about it. Mm -hmm. So we pick up where they left off with that in Acts 11 and 1. Right? right. And it says... Now the apostles and the brothers who were throughout Judea heard that the Gentiles also had received the word of God. Mm -hmm. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcision party circumcised him, saying, You went to uncircumcised men and ate with them? Racism comes in a lot of different ways. Right? True. And you get to see right here where God opened up Peter's eyes in chapter 10. Mm -hmm. But when he gets back with his, uh, with his guys, they put him back where he was. You know, 
And if you're not careful with the people that you hang around, they will put you back where you started mm-hmm. instead of where God has taken you. Right. right? Right? You really have to be careful of that when you're in Christ. For it says, but Peter began and explained, explained it to them in order. I was in the city of Joppa praying and in a trance I saw a vision. Something like a great sheep descending being let down from heaven by its four corners and it came down to me. Looking at it closely I observed animals and beasts of prey and reptiles and birds of the air and I heard a voice saying to me Rise, Peter, kill, and eat. Mm-hmm. But I said, By no means, Lord, for nothing common or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But the voice answered a second time from heaven, What God has made clean, do not call common. This happened three times, and all was drawn up again into heaven. And behold, at the very moment, three men arrived at the house in which we were sent to me from Caesarea. And the Spirit told me to go with them, making no distinction. Mm-hmm. These six brothers also accompanied me, and we entered the man's house. And he told us, how he had seen the angel standing in his house and say, Send to Jumba and bring Simon, who is called Peter. He will declare to you a message by which you will be saved. You and all your household. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell on them, just as on us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. If then God gave the gift, the same gift to them as he gave to us when we believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I who was I that I could stand in God's way? Who was I to stand in God's way? Right. Then the Gentiles also got um, also then to the Gentiles. Also, God has granted repentance that leads to life. That's right. So, he gave them the whole story and the whole spiel about what had happened before in, in the um, in the 10th chapter. Mm-hmm. You know, so, as they listened, they were understanding that a God is no respect of person when it comes to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And this is what all of them are learning at this point. 19 says, Now those who were scattered because of the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as uh, Phoenicia and Cyprus and Antioch, speaking the word to no one except Jews. Mm -hmm. So as Stephen got stoned, um, the people that were in Christ scattered. And they went to different parts like Phoenicia, Cyprus, Antioch. They went all over the place. Mm-hmm. But they wasn't talking to um, people that were not in Christ. They was just talking to the Jews. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
It says in 20, and, and then you have to realize, you know, they had, <laughs> when you are in Christ, mm-hmm. it's not a, what are you going to gain to tell Christ to people who are already in Christ? Mm. You know? Okay. What's the game there? Okay. Besides, you know, everybody is, you might be able to keep people in Christ, you know, mm-hmm. but you're not gaining anyone. Mm-hmm. There is no um, add on, you know, mm-hmm. you're not bringing anybody to Christ. You're just keeping the people that's in Christ in Christ. <laughs> But God told us to go out. Right. right? Right. And bring people to Christ. So, in 20 it talks about, but there were some of them, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, who on coming to Antioch, spoke to the Hellenists, also preaching the, the, preaching the Lord Jesus. Now, mm-hmm. who are the Hellenists? Hellenists are people who are not Greek. Mm-hmm. But they study Grecian philosophy. Okay, so it's like if you go to Greece, mm-hmm. you're not you're from America, but you're not Greece, you're not Grecian, right? But you go there and you study their ways, you study their philosophies of life. Mm-hmm. You um, you're really into what they're into. My version is different. Oh, go ahead. Mine says Grecians. Okay. Okay, yeah. So yours says the Hellenists. Hellenists. Okay. So when you, uh, so when you go there, I mean that's that's what the word Hellenists mean if you follow a different Bible or whatever the case may be. Okay. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So AKA Grecians. Grecians. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, the Hellenists. Yeah, it's when you study the philosophy of the Grecians. Okay. Yeah. And that's what that word means. Okay. If you have it in your Bible. <laughs> okay. And it says, 21 says, And the hand of the Lord was mm-hmm. with them, and great and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. See, when they finally talked to somebody who was outside of Christ, mm-hmm. they were able to bring people in. Mm-hmm. You see? That's right. So it makes no sense to just talk to people that are in Christ already. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we can't, um, we can't put ourselves in a box where we only talk to people that are in Christ because we have to bring other people to Christ. That's right. That's right. Right? Right. It's cool to fellowship, but you mean witnessing. Yeah. And, and bringing people to Christ, witnessing is the, that's the job. Right. Right. That's the job. 21 says in the, in the, and the hand of the Lord was with them, mm-hmm. and a great number who believed turned to the Lord. 22 says, the report of this came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And they sent uh, Barnabas mm-hmm. to Antioch. Okay. When he came and saw the grace of God, he, had, he, he was glad. And was exhorting them all to remain faithful to the Lord 
with steadfast purpose. Mm -hmm. For he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and of faith. Mm -hmm. It says, and a great many people were added to the Lord. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, um, a lot of people believe, again, we talked about Paul being, you know, Saul turning from Saul to Paul mm -hmm. once he uh, went to Damascus. Even here, Paul has been in Christ a while, mm -hmm. and he still called Saul. Okay. You see? Okay. So, don't believe that because Jesus... Um, changed him in Damascus, that's why his name changed from Saul to Paul. His name changed from Saul to Paul because he was in a Greek nation. And his name is pronounced Paul mm -hmm. to the Greeks. Okay. Okay? Alright. Alright, so, so at this point, that's why he's still Saul of Tarsus. <laughs> okay. And we had and it says in 26, well, I started 25 again. So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. Mm -hmm. For a whole year, they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. Mm -hmm. This is where the name uh, Christians uh, sprung up. Mm -hmm. And it was with Paul and Barnabas. Yeah. Paul and Barnabas was two guys that were really powerful um, together when they went into Antioch and uh, they start witnessing to God's glory. Mm -hmm. Right? That's right. It's like two power hitters, you know. <laughs> <laughs> two all-stars oh. going together and, and all just... Star right. And they just went in there and started so, doing the thing. So who's Jordan and who's Pippin? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> just know. throwing that in there. Oop. 28 says, And one of them named Agabus mm. stood up and foretold by the Spirit that there would be a great famine over all the world Mm -hmm. This took place in the days of Claudius. So the disciples determined everyone according to his ability to send relief to the brothers leaving in Judea. Mm -hmm. And they did so, sending it to the elders by the hand of Barnabas and Saul. Mm -hmm. So they got relief. We're going to go on and Start in 12. Acts 12. Yeah, we're going to go on to 12 too. Okay. It says in 12, mm -hmm. About that time, Herod, and king, and Herod the king laid violent hands on some who belonged to the church. Mm -hmm. He killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded to arrest Peter also. So, you know, Herod was always trying to be a people pleaser anyway. Mm -hmm. So you see him, you know, arresting James and he killed James and, and it pleased the Jews. So he was like, okay, well, maybe I can get some more brownie points. Let me go get Peter too, you know. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, it, it, when you become a people pleaser, 
It's just never good. Mm. <laughs> Nothing good can come from that. Right. It says this was during the days of unleavened bread. And when he had seized him, he put him in prison, mm -hmm. delivering him over to four squads of soldiers to guard him, intending after the Passover to bring him out to the people. So Peter was kept in prison, but earnest prayer for him was made to God by the church. Mm -hmm. So while he was in prison, the people started praying to God. Yeah. So here's what happened when, when people are in prayer on with one accord. It says, now when Herod was about to bring out in six, mm -hmm. bring out on that very night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with with two chains, mm -hmm. and centuries before the door were guarded the prison. Mm -hmm. So you got sentries at the door, got in the prison. You got Peter in the middle, knocked out. Mm -hmm. And there's two guys chained to him. He ain't going nowhere. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but this is how dangerous they believe Peter was. Right. Seven says, and behold, an angel of the Lord stood next to him. And a light shone in the cell. He struck Peter on the side. And woke him up, woke him saying, get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, dress yourself and put on your sandals. Mm -hmm. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your cloak around you and follow me. And he went out and followed him. He did not know what was being done by the angel was real but thought he was seeing a vision. So he's still big, basically thinking he's asleep. Right. He's seeing what happens, mm -hmm. and he knowing what's going on, but he think he's dreaming. Right. Right. But you know what? Even mm -hmm. though he think he's dreaming, he's obedient. He's still following what he says do. That's right. Because you know that's the angel of the Lord. Right. It's <laughs> awesome. When they had passed the first and second guard, they came to the iron gate leading into the city. It opened for them and it in its own accord. Mm -hmm. And they went out and went along one street and immediately the angel left them. When Peter came to himself, he said, Now I am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and rescued me from the hands of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine thinking this is this is a dream, and then you wake up in the middle of the street like, okay, now I know that was God. <laughs> right, right. Because you're not in chains no more. You in the middle of the street. Nothing stopping you from going home. <laughs> right. Right. Twelve says when he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark where many were gathered together and were praying. And when he knocked at the door of the gateway, a servant girl named Rhoda came to answer. Mm -hmm. Recognizing Peter's voice, in her joy, she did not open the gate, but ran in and reported that <laughs> Peter was standing at the gate. They said to her, you are out of your mind. 
She was so happy. Yeah. But she kept insisting that it was so. And they kept saying, it is his angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they opened, they saw him and were amazed. But monitoring, uh, but motioning mm -hmm. to them with his hand to be silent, he described to them how the Lord had brought, brought him out of prison. And he said, tell these things to James and to the brothers. Then he departed and went, another, went to another place. It's funny how, and this is why I always say, believe in the prayer that you pray. Because once you once you pray, in, in especially in this case, they prayed that he get out. He got out, but they didn't believe he was out. How are you going to pray for something to happen and God makes it happen and you don't believe it happened? You're right. Right? Right. <laughs> Have more confidence in the God that you pray to. Right. Have more confidence in your prayer. But isn't, isn't it awesome? After all of that, he goes, he gets out of prison, he does all, you know, everything happens, God brings him out, yeah. and he goes right back to work. Yeah, he just he walked going, he, like, right back right, in it. I'm going to another spot. <laughs> You're like, I gotta go. Yeah, I just was letting y'all know stop. I'm out now. Yeah, he didn't even stop. Yeah. <laughs> 18 says, now when, when they came, there was no disturbance among the soldiers over the over what had become of Peter. Mm -hmm. And after Herod searched for him and did not find him, he explained the to uh, explain the sentries and ordered that they should be put to death. Then he went down from Judea to Caesarea and spent time there. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine waking up as a centurion and Where's Peter? I thought you had him. I thought you had him. Where did he go? You don't know where he is? <laughs> it's time to move. Because okay. you know Herod ain't going to have this. I got to get out of here. Man. So all the centuries got killed that was supposed to be holding them. Yeah. 20 says, now Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. And they came to him with one accord. Mm -hmm. And having pursued Blastus, the king chamberlain, they asked for peace because their country depended on the king's uh, uh, country for food. Mm -hmm. On an appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, mm -hmm. and delivered an orientation to them. And the people were shouting, the voice of God and not of a man. And immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down wow. because he did not give God the glory. And he was, eat, he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. Wow. When you are a person that, are, that is in, in power or you are some, uh, put in leadership, God makes all the leaders. You have to give God his glory. Yeah. You have to give God his glory. But when you pat yourself on the back and glorify yourself, anything can happen at that point. <laughs> Man. But the word of God increased and multiplied in 24. Mm -hmm. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem 
when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, whose other name was Mark. Man. So, in those two chapters, you get to see a, a whole lot of things happening. Uh, Peter was um, explaining to the Jews how the Gentiles were able to um, have the same uh, privileges as they did when it came to the Holy Spirit. Right. Also, we saw Herod, who comes in as a leader, and how he took all the credit for himself, and God struck him down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In everything, you always give God the glory. You cannot forget that God is in control. Um, and those two chapters basically tell you that with the church, Peter understood, and he got the Jews to understand that this is God's church, and he gives the increase, right. and he can make anybody he wants have that Holy Spirit. Also, you see where King Herod, who was over the Jews, mm -hmm. who was king, and he was in leadership, once you um, take your leadership role, and you take it upon yourself to be, um, to not give God his glory, you will pay for that. Right? So I hope you enjoyed these two scriptures and these two chapters because um, in the book of Acts, it's moving pretty fast and you see how God is always giving the increase. No matter what is going on, the church is moving forward. That's right. The church is never moving back. No matter, you know, even when Stephen got stoned mm -hmm. and you saw James had got killed. But the church is still moving forward. The church is still increasing. Um, the the church is moving forward into the um, from the Jews to the um, Gentile nations, mm -hmm. and it and it's not and it's not stopping. That's right. This is where um, we have to shine. This is where we thrive. Being with one accord with God with his church and understanding that everything that we do is God led. Amen? Amen. Any questions, comments? No, not at this time. All right. Um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for the scriptures that we read today. We thank you for the two chapters in 11 and 12 where we learned that no matter um, whether it's the Jews or no matter whether it's the king of the Jews, we found out that you are always in control, God. And we thank you. We praise your name with all the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that you have given us. Now we can go and teach others what we have learned here today. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say amen. amen. Stay blessed and faithful.